Chich on a Friday. What's up, brother? Coming in hot, man. I'm afraid to talk, man. People pull our crap all over. <laughs> Got Michael K talking talking about you. This is crazy. Oh, man. Let's like like I said, no, today. <laughs> no, like I said, nothing better than when we have a five minute conversation. They pull out uh, one one I, two lines to make a story, and you look like, oh, why I didn't say that. Yeah, you know what, everybody, go look at the New York Post article <laughs> about what Sean Casey said because that's the only article in the country yesterday that actually had the entire conversation that makes a lot more sense than the bs that people were throwing ah out. man that's it true. is crazy it's a crazy crazy industry dude you, everyone's trying to sell their story and they and, you know yeah. they can just swing it however they want to you know yeah well speaking of good people though uh you know who followed me today on uh twitter i was so excited about sweeney murdy man i love that dude. oh sweeney murdy's the of, best is he not one of the greatest dudes sweeney the murdy's the best dude great guy one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life, and I love him. Like he's a great yeah. dude. I, I texted yeah. him right after. I was like, "Dude, you follow me on Twitter." I'm so <laughs> proud of myself. Like, dude, when you get followed nowadays, it's like it's like getting a new friend. You're like, "Oh, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate that." You know, yeah, right? We live in such a weird world, dude. I did a podcast yesterday. Uh, babes, babes. It was a base. It's it's oh, yeah. two young ladies who are first of all, you know, it's funny. We had remember we had Jessica Mendoza on, and she thanked yeah. us for for all the research we did on her and yeah and and all that i get it now because i go on the show they knew everything about the podcast they knew everything about me they knew who jess was uh they knew who uh they follow the show they watch the show they know who sarah is and like no way dude that's i was so impressed like it was they, they did a great job if you guys ever uh want another podcast especially for girls young girls listen to these two yeah. they're they're great so that's awesome no they are great man I followed yeah. them too yesterday after they had you on. I started following them. So <laughs> yeah, it was cool. They're, they're great. How long um, were you on for, dude? It was like forty-five minutes. I thought it was gonna be like twenty-five minutes, but like, hey, they, dude, they, you're they, a big deal. Chance, you're a big deal. Yeah, bro. I'm a big deal. My booty, <laughs> my booty's a big deal. <laughs> hey, so a uh, couple things going on. First of all, Morosi threw out there who we have on Monday, right? We got Morosi on Monday. Oh yeah, we got Morosi joining us. JP Morosi joining us Monday morning, ten o'clock. Going to break guys. down, break down Speaking what's happening. Hopefully, hopefully, we have some more news. JP and I go back to like when he was a rookie. You're know, oh, talking about Anthony Kashovins, mm -hmm. you know Kastrovins. You know he was in in uh, Cincinnati early on when I was there, right? His first start. and yeah. so Morosi was just starting in Detroit when I was there. So it's wow. funny, man. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, Morosi's so become. Upper echelon, MLB Network, all the stuff he does, great stuff. Yeah, no, great, great guy. But um, he threw it out there this morning that uh, Otani is imminent, could happen today, could make his decision wow. today. Where, where do you think he's going, bro? God, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I, when I was on What's your gut say right now? Something's got to be popping in your head. Blue Jays. Wow. Blue Jays. Otani, wow. Blue Jays. Wow. I'm wow. I really want him to go to the Blue Jays. I really want him. It's good for baseball. It's good for Canada. It's good for America. Yeah. It's good for Japan. It's good for oh, everybody. Dude. Did Come you on. see? Did you, dude? I, I my gut what says that. Cool? Dude, my gut wants him to nah, kind of go to Toronto. But did you see the report that Burns he put out there? I don't know if this is true or not, Eric but Burns? the Giants off six hundred million. How do you turn down six hundred million? Oh, dude, we were, before we came on, we're going to talk pitching today. We're talking about a guy who declined. What did he, some player declined what? A seven, a $16 million option is $16 million. Like I play, I play mega millions every week, like a moron. 
If I got <laughs> just one check for $16 million, you would never see me again, ever again. How do you turn down $16 million? How, and then how do you turn do you down six hundred million million dollars? There's a piece of paper with that number on it. And you, <sighs> if you say no to that, holy stromboli, how do you uh, do that? Do you know what's funny? And I think I might have mentioned this yesterday quickly, but it's worth a conversation again. I have a friend of mine who I won't mention is a billionaire. And one day I was sitting there watching, we were watching a football game together. And I said, hey, I said, uh, what's the difference between you and me? I said, I've made millions in my life and I have a few million dollars. And you have billions. You have exponentially way more money than I do. Right. And I'm like, and I don't, there's, there's not anything like, there's no restaurant I, I couldn't go to or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so grateful and so blessed. I, I don't yeah. take that for granted at all. And obviously, and I also believe that the definition of humility is realizing that you didn't get here on your own. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, mm -hmm. when you say, I did it, I did it. No, you didn't. A lot mm -hmm. of people have helped you along the way, all of us yeah. in life. Right. And it was a great answer. I said, I said, what's the difference between us? Because I, billions of dollars, I came out here, you know what the difference between us is <laughs> case? And I said, yeah, he goes, I have a 747. <laughs> he goes, I have two pilots on call. I goes, I have a, he goes, I have a bill for that plane at $5 million a year. I have it in the hangar as mechanics. Oh, and he goes, it's the greatest luxury ever. He goes, I have a house in LA, a house in Pittsburgh. Oh. I have a house up in New York. I have a, he goes, and I can get there like a cab. I just <laughs> jump on my 747 and I'm that three and a half hours later from LA to Pittsburgh. I was like, and he's like, it's the greatest luxury ever. But he goes, at the end of the day, that's pretty much the difference between a billionaire really? and a millionaire. He goes, he goes, you would be bankrupt in a couple years <laughs> and I'm flying, you know, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seriously. That is, that is really the difference. So listen, if you're, like I said, if you're, if you're, uh, you know, if you're making decent money, you just, the only thing you don't have that a billionaire doesn't have is the, uh, is the private, is the 747. Yeah. It's not even a private jet, 747. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can take an entire, like an entire country to yeah. Disneyland if you want to. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take it. Though. I just thought that was—I thought that was an interesting answer. It was a, I thought that was an answer worth a discussion. Interesting. <laughs> that is a very interesting answer. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine. Like I just—it's so hard. And you know, it's funny, man. You—you hear like probably once every four years, some guy turns down a deal, and then he doesn't get paid, and then he <sighs> never gets paid. That breaks my heart so much. There was a dude on the Padres. Remember, he was a hitter, hit bombs one year. Oh, oh, was that Chase Headley? Was it Chase Headley, dude? Chase Headley got offered a deal and turned it down. And turned it down, and he never. Well, what, what about Juan Soto? I mean, Juan Soto's already turned down four hundred fifty million. I think in his twenties. <laughs> but I, I think, I, I think, do you think he's going to get more than that? Right. Yeah, I saw something yeah. that said five. 15 years, five, five seventy-five. I saw you that. Saw that? Who, I, I think that's that. yeah. Who yeah, knows? Was, yeah, hey, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what is that? Forty a year? Let's get into pitching, though, because there's a lot of pitchers out there who are going to be super rich. Like, so, okay. <laughs> speaking of rich people, yeah. So we can start. We can start with Yamamoto. Like, like, but we don't know anything. I, I do have a question about Yamamoto. As a player, yeah. Uh, you go back to uh, Steve Cohen flew to Japan to meet with him personally. Oh yeah. Does that really? matter or was it a waste of steve cohen's time 
I, no. I really want to know that, that question. Dude, that I, matters. That, listen, first off, that's not an easy flight. I've done that flight. <laughs> yeah. I've done that flight uh, 13, 14 hours. By the way, and, speaking uh, of guys who have their own planes, let's let's go backwards. I'm sure Steve Cohen flew on his own yeah. plane to Japan. Dude, let me tell you a quick story real quick before we get to Stevie Cohen. Let me tell you about my flight to Japan. I don't know if I've ever told you this story. So we're opening up the season 2008, bro. We're opening up against the A's. I'm with the Red Sox. And now it's a cool, it's, it's a, this is a really cool trip. You know, you're like, oh, man, we're opening up the season in Japan. We go out there. It's incredible. It's, it's an, and this is a true story, too. We get out to Japan. And the weirdest thing is it's like how big a deal language is. We're there, and I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm on Mars. Like, I don't speak any <laughs> Japanese, yeah, obviously. You know what I mean? And, like, I remember we go into this sushi place, and uh, I walk in, and, and, the, and the guys, I, I'm not kidding when I said I ordered California rolls. I'm like, can I get two orders of California rolls, some sashimi on the side, some tuna? Guy yeah. looked at me like he didn't speak any English either. But he obviously didn't know what California rules are because we were literally in Tokyo. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we got to move on from here. So anyway, on the flight there, bro, the uh, the um, Tempur-Pedic, you know, like Tempur-Pedic mattresses and, and the pillows yeah. and stuff. Dude, they, they sponsored our trip, bro. And they must have given us five, diff five different pillows, right? <laughs> and I'll never forget. I, I don't know, for whatever reason, I, I had a John Cena video I wanted to watch, you know, so... I, I grabbed one of the I grabbed one of the pillows, but it, it was one of the lumbar support ones, you know, the round ones. You put it on yeah, your yeah. back, you, you could sit yeah. back and 13 yeah. hours ago. So like an idiot, dude, I put the this lumbar support down on these, you know, I'm got three seats to myself. So I lay down on the lumbar support and I'm watching my, you know, I'm watching my iPad like this, or whatever I was watching back then, DVD <laughs> right. player, 2008. Yeah. And I'm locked in for like 45 minutes. Bro. I get up, can't oh. move my neck, Chinch. Oh, no. We're going to Japan, 13 hours. I Let's get up. Play baseball. Oh, dude, play baseball. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't look right or left. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And, dude, I get to, I get to, I get to, uh, I get to um, Tokyo, first day of workout. So I'm like, I'm, I'm there early. I'm doing everything. I can't lose up. My neck doesn't even look left or right. But oh I'm like, God. I gotta, I gotta suck it up. Like I cannot oh be in job. I'm one day short of ten years service time. I'm a mess mentally. I'm like, I'm in, I'm all for? the way. In, Who are you playing for? The Red Sox. Oh, Red Sox. I'm yeah. all the way in. I'm in Japan. We're opening up against Oakland in three days. We're playing the Tokyo Giants that night. Sixty thousand packed house. Unbelievable, dude. I'm in BP. So like, look, if this is the picture over here, yeah, I'm like this. <laughs> And I'm taking BP, and Dave Dave Magadan goes, Case, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm fine. And I'm like, like this? He's like, no, you're not. I'm like, dude, I slept on this lumbar pillow on the flight to freaking Japan yesterday, Tempur-Pedic gave us. I can't move my neck. He's like, you got to be kidding me. So, dude, I missed like three games. I end up playing opening day like five days later. But – Dude, I couldn't move. So I flew all the way, all the way to Japan, and I was in my hotel room most of the time in traction. Oh, it's terrible. And turn, it turns out, dude, it's it terrible. bothered me the rest of the year. I went on the DL the twice the with this C five C six bulging disc. Oh I had. no way! Yeah, dude. So it was uh, that was my uh, that was my trip to Japan, dude. So is, was oh. it a big deal? Stevie Cohen went to see freaking Yamamoto. <laughs> yes, and I'm sure he didn't lay down to watch a John Cena DVD on a lumbar pillow. I'm sure. <laughs> I know. The best, the funniest thing, and it's terrible because we've all had it, 
everybody's had it where you get that kink in your neck and yeah. like let's just say i'm sitting in this chair right now when it hurts so bad you just you just move your chair like this <laughs> or like this you can't, yeah. you can't you yeah. feel like you feel like at any moment your spine is going to crack into two yeah. pieces that is the worst neck pain is jess walks in the room and you're like what's going on and she's like what's wrong with you <laughs> all right so we'll see what yamamoto does but we were looking at we were just ripping down i just wrote down all these before we came on these guys who are out there as pitchers dude yeah. i'm just gonna rip through this list snell montgomery kershaw stroman lorenzen waka woodruff giolito manaya manaya luke weaver kershaw Loren did you say kershaw I said Kershaw. Let's get into him in a second. But uh, uh, by the way, Lorenzen is a uh, Otani. You said right? Woodruff too, right? I did. Otani can play center field. Ota I'm sorry, Otani. Uh, uh, Lorenzen is like Otani light man. He go play center field for you when he's not. <laughs> I do, dude. Lorenzen can rake, dude. Yeah. Well, don't forget, Lorenzen was an All Star last year with Seattle. Came mm -hmm. to Philly, did pretty well, and he rakes. Absolutely jacked. Yeah, and Jack Diesel. Yeah, he was just like built like Scott Braun. <laughs> he is, yeah, Scott Braun yeah. jacked. Dude, let's go back to Kershaw for a second because, dude, the Rangers want him. He's <laughs> from Texas. No way. Dude. No, no way. He's got to stay with the Dodgers. He's got to stay for him and all of us. I don't know, dude. Wouldn't that be weird <laughs> if Clayton Kershaw went to Texas his last year? Oh, I, maybe I that'd be cool for him. Dude, I know for me, I look back, you play and Pittsburgh? I remember when I – I remember when I was traded from Cincinnati to the Pirates. Yeah. I was devastated. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening, blah, blah. Because I wasn't devastated because I was going to Pittsburgh. I was devastated because I was leaving Cincinnati. I thought that's where I – well, I ended up going to Pittsburgh, so I fulfilled a dream there. Wow, was that cool. Then I get traded to Detroit, go to the World Series that year, play for Leland. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Some of the best moments. And then I play in Boston my last year in 08, and I'm like, I didn't even know this world was out here. You know what I mean? So, like, right. if you're a guy like Clayton Kershaw, he's played his whole career in in, uh, in with the Dodgers since 2008, dude. So that's, you know, whatever, 16 years, 17 yeah. years, same place. We already know he's, he's on. He's going to Cooperstown, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. What if he's going to Texas one year dude, with, a, with a chance, to win the, the with a chance to win the whole thing? We had Billy Wagner on the other day, and he said since he was five years old, he wanted to play for the Braves, and then he finished his career with the Braves. I don't know. You yeah. Can't, you can't. Yeah. You so, can't. I mean, I obviously I know the legacy of Clayton Kershaw. To, to see uh, one guy with one team is really cool. Like I said, Barry, watching Barry Larkin do it and mm -hmm. Jeff Bagwell and, you know, all these guys, some of these guys, Joey Votto, ho hopefully, maybe he's probably going to play with somewhere else next year. But uh -huh. I don't know. For Kershaw, I think it would be, it would, he would look back at his career having played one or two years somewhere else and go, oh, that was cool, just to experience yeah. it. You know, just to nobody experience. remembers Michael Jordan as a as a uh, a DC Washington Wizard, Washington Wizard player. Right, right. <laughs> he did it, and it was cool. By the way, he still averaged like twenty three points when he was like. It was Michael Jordan, kid yeah, me. Yeah, but like, I it doesn't ruin your life. You you remember Patrick Ewing as a Seattle SuperSonic? No, dude. no. Kenny he did. I didn't even know. A, I didn't even know that was true. <laughs> it was Kenny Lofton as a Yankee. You know, like no, I don't no. remember that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nobody cares. But right, right. You know, there is something. There's a magic to it. There's a magic to Jeter not leaving the Yankees. No, there, I, know. I know, I know. I know. But I almost feel. I almost feel like Dodger fans would be like, "That's cool." 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's done and enough he's, for you. He's from, he's from Texas. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He's giving him his heart and his back. His back is, is <laughs> his in, heart and his back. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, hey, yeah. Uh, this is a human interest question. Do you get nervous? Like you guys, especially you, I mean, you have the greatest charities going. Everything Sean does is great. But like, do you get nervous? Like, oh man, I built this whole charity in this town. Um, can I still, can I still manage it when I leave? That that's got to go into your head a little bit, right? Does it? Or you don't care? I you think so. It, like I mean, I, dude, I, I think it's doable I think to if, leave a city. I think of Theo happy. Epstein. Theo Epstein has that whole, him, Peter Gammons had that mm. uh, foundation oh, to be right. named later. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was so big in the Boston area. As a matter of fact, they did it in Boston for years. And then he went to Chicago, kind of brought it with him. Mm -hmm. But it's still, it's still his still charity. I mean, Boston I could still do the Miracle League of the South Hills. Yeah. You wherever already, I go. The Miracle League was still going. Right? Yeah, because you're yeah. impacting a certain group of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I think even wherever he goes, even if it's you know, as a big he'll always have his presence in LA. Mm -hmm. So he'll always be you know, he'll always be yeah. going there and doing things there no okay. matter where he plays, you know. Okay. All right, let's talk about another player who's I don't think you you I give you props for this one. Michael Waka. Yeah. Free agent. I'm gonna give you his yeah. stats. Give me a, give me a stats. 2022 with Boston, 11 and two, three, three, two ERA. 2023 with San Diego. How's this, Sean? Is this good? 14 <laughs> and four with a three, two, two. The guy is 25 and six over the last two years with an ERA under 3.30. 322 and 332 divided by two years. I'm not really good at math, but. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 in the three twos i i think a guy like waka would be huge I mean, that's what i mean there's a lot Dude. of guys out there we're, we're so stuck on yamamoto and maybe snell right. some of the big dogs obviously for good reason because yamamoto's 25 years old and he's the one of the best pitchers in the world yeah but you got some i mean michael waka last couple of years has been really good a yeah. really good Really middle of the rotation guy, three four starter, a guy that can give you innings, but he's going to give you some good. Like you said, his ERA right around three three these last two years with, mm -hmm. with a lot of wins. So, I mean, that's listen. If, if a team like the Yankees or a team like the Dodgers they don't land Yamamoto mm -hmm. or Blue Jays or whoever, hey, Mike, a guy like Michael Walker, you could get at a pretty good price. Slides right into your rotation. Next thing you know, you look, wow, this yep. guy has done some good things the last couple of years. It looks like he's continuing to figure it out and get better. Yep, and battle tested by the way, World Series with uh, the Cardinals in 2013. They lost. What was 2013? Yeah. Who was that series? Is that is that when uh, who did the Cardinals lose to in a World Series in 2013? Boston. Oh, Red Sox. Yeah, Red Sox. Red Sox. Yeah, but hey, man, this guy's played in the postseason. He's yeah. a big, strong dude. How's this? Six six two fifteen. He's probably six yeah. six about two. Yeah, and he's he's thirty two. He's thirty two. Like yeah. you know, you know, like kind of you know, still still uh, still young enough to do you know to do what he's doing. I always feel like too, pitchers that figure it out as they get older, you can't teach experience. They yeah. start to really know how to pitch, and right. the, the mentality of a pitcher changes. How to set guys up, how to go a certain amount of innings, how to um how to be good with with traffic on the bases, damage control, make a pitch when you have to. That's all veteran type stuff. And you see Walker's numbers last couple of years, and you go, wow, yeah. the numbers are pretty good. You know what yeah. I mean? And but like you said, he's thirty one. He's gonna be thirty two. Like that's not old. Like yeah. that's old, old. It's not like he's no. forty something. The other guy we were talking about, I don't know. 
the same guy, same age, 32 years old. Marcus Stroman, man. Like, I know he's not he's not your one, but I would put Marcus Stroman as my three and win every third game with him. Like I put him up against any three in a league and maybe some twos. Yeah. And knows how to play in a big pitch in a big game. He has like probably if we're talking like on the arrogance factor, he's like top of the list. And I say <laughs> right. that with, I say that with love. Well, dude, when I see Marcus Stroman, I think of, I think of Billy Wagner. There you go. Yeah, just undersized. You know, hey man, you can't be a pitcher. You're a shortstop. You're a second mm-hmm. baseman. Like, no, I'm a pitcher. I throw mm-hmm. gas. I got good stuff. My mentality is incredible. I'm a savage on the mound. Uh, so I think Tom if you Gordon. could have got remember Tom Flash Gordon, yeah, Flash Gordon, like that. Dude, exactly. Strowman would be a great pickup for somebody, man. He's reliable. He pitches every fifth day. He wants the ball. the The spotlight's not too big for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, I, I think that would be a that would be a great pickup too. There's yeah. some good guys out there, man. I mean, besides, like I said, besides mm-hmm. the big dogs, there's some there's some yeah. really really good pitchers out there. Would you take a flyer on Noah Syndergaard? Everybody knows what he could have been. He just never got there. But see, like, why not sign a Noah Syndergaard for a small amount of money? And hey, if he clicks, the guy throws yeah. 119 miles per hour and it's scary. Yeah. Dude, how, how Do about you remember James... when we had him on where you, your earpiece didn't work at MLB Network? Oh, that was a disaster, dude. I, and I put on the uh, I put on the uh, put Captain on the America Thor helmet, Thor. Oh, Thor helmet, and he was like, it's on backwards. I'm like, uh, it was like because it was right around. It was right around Halloween time. Dude, it was the not my night. best moment on the network, dude. It was the night before game. He said, I'm going to throw at the leadoff hitter. Whoever the remember the leadoff hitter for the Royals was awesome. And they were, they were like, <clears throat> they were killing the Mets for two games. And then Stroman throws at this guy's brain at 150 miles. Oh, Syndergaard, Syndergaard, Syndergaard. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we do the post game show, and Casey's got the Thor helmet on, but his yeah, earpiece yeah, came yeah. out. Oh my yeah, God, that's yeah. an amazing yeah. yeah, it was not, that didn't work out too good, bro. <laughs> That's a tough break. Anyway, but you, you know what he can do. That's a great. It's a I, that picture still pops up. Like if I pops up somewhere, it's like oh my god, there's me with the, the Thor <laughs> helmet on backwards, the hammer. Syndergaard's like, bro, your helmet's on the wrong way. I'm like, this um, is a disaster. We both got into so much trouble that night. Like we got like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the powers to be weren't happy with us. <laughs> Didn't work out too well. All right, a couple Never. of names: Brandon Woodruff, Lucas. Dude, you can't you can't teach experience either. No, that's very so. true. Luke Weaver. <laughs> Never did that again. No. <laughs> All right, I just named some guys. Brandon Woodruff, Lucas Giolito. Dude, Woodruff is nasty too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brandon Woodruff's going to be a great sign for somebody. I mean, think about the, think about the Cardinals right away. Who'd they do? Go get Kyle Gibson, Lance Lynn, and Sonny Gray. Boom. You, you could never have enough pitching. I just think this market's not going to line up until Yamamoto signs. Oh, as soon as he signs, they're go- the dominoes are going to fall hard. Yeah. Snell's going down. Then it's boom, boom. It's going to just the market's going to be set. You said it yesterday. You made a great point. It's like it's like it's stretched out a little. The the winter meetings are stretched out now. Like yeah, dude, we're going to do this. Is great, really. Yeah. If you really look back at these winter meetings, nothing really happened. By the way, Woodruff last well, year, Soto <laughs> Soto got traded. I mean, yes, but that was like at the end of the thing. At the end, and then yeah. the Yankees got uh, the other guy from Boston, who, by they the way, there's a lot out there. Uh, it's funny. I heard Booney had a great comment. It's like he's a stud. He's going to be a stud. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. They kept talking about about how good he is for them. Yeah. 
Um, I love it, man. I dude, love it. You know, one, one thing, one thing, really quick, one, one final thing on the Yankees. One thing I love about the Yankees, yeah. they're now have showed their hand. They are all in. Very true. So they're not, they're not done. They just gave up one of their frontline starters too, and King and some and Brito mm-hmm. and all those guys. They have to go get some pitching now. So well, you're, 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 you're going to see them sign two or three pitchers. I guarantee it. Not only that, yeah, that's a good point. Not only that, like you still, I, I say, in my heart of hearts, Juan Soto is going to be a Yankee for the rest of his career, or at least most of it. Yeah, I believe that too. However, there is the uncertainty, so you have to, you have to go all in this year. You have to. Just to say, all right, at least we did it. And if Soto leaves, he leaves. I don't think he's leaving. I don't think he's leaving New York. No, no, but no. the New York, New York's a place where they can sign him. They knew they exactly. know getting him. They, there's not many people can get the price tag. We're like, hey, five hundred yeah, million. It's not the Twins. No offense. Sorry, twins, dude, there's gonna like, be three teams involved to get Soto. Yeah, you're Yankees right. will be one of them. You yeah. Know what I mean? By the way, Woodruff also was like a little Otani light. Remember, he hit the bomb in a. What was that? Some playoff game he hit off Kershaw. Off Kershaw. Off Kershaw, like five hundred yeah. feet. Yeah, oh, I want Woodruff. Call Booney. <laughs> okay, I'll see. I'll see what I can do. Um, one last thing before we go, Chinch. Yes. On uh, on MLB Network last night, I don't know if you saw uh, the the story of George Brett. Oh, oh I haven't my seen it God. yet. Dude, George Brett's one of my favorite people in the world. I've, I've struck up a pretty good friendship with him over the years. Mm-hmm. And I just got one quick story, dude. One of my coolest it, moments, and I think I've it, told this before, but one of the coolest moments of my career, first off, having dinner with George Brett a few times has been one of the coolest moments of my career. But just saw him again recently. We played the Royals. You know, he came down to say hi. Just He's an icon, man. He's an icon. He's one of the funniest guys, too. But one of the greatest moments of my career, dude, 1999 All-Star Game. The all century teams out there. You got everybody. Stand the man usual. There's Willie Mays. There's Hank Aaron. There's uh, Bob Feller. There's, you know, it's just down the line of the best of the best of the best are out there. Willie McCovey. It's incredible, right? And out comes Ted Williams out of right field in, in a golf cart. He's bad health. Uh, we're at Fenway Park, so the place is going bananas, dude. Bananas. And Pedro Martinez is starting that night. The vibe in that place is just palpable. Matter of fact, I'm getting the chills right now. If you could see mm. my hair, it's standing up. I'm just <laughs> incredible. So Ted Williams comes out, dude, and he walks up, and and I'm 25. I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. I just turned 25 in July. We're walking up to, you know, to go around the mound, and here comes McGuire and Gwyn and all these Jeter and all these guys. We're all converging on them. As we're converging on them, dude, I get a pat on my shoulder. And I turn around because it just, there was some energy that hit me on, on that pat. I turn around. Guy puts his hands out. He says, hey, Sean, just want to introduce myself. George Brett. And he goes, just want to say, I love your swing. Love you with the way you play the game. It was the first moment in my life changed that I was actually speechless. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know what to say. 3000 hits, all the all-star games, the pine tar incidents, the gamer, the punch, the nettles, all that stuff. At the, this guy is a legend, legend in my eyes, you know, three batting titles in three different decades. George Brett pats me on the shoulder. And I remember thinking, George Brett, Knows my name. Let's go. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. That's an unbelievable story. And that game was the greatest, greatest was awesome game in history. Greatest home run derby in history. Everything about that day, that, that weekend, I can't believe you were in that. I'm really pissed yeah. and jealous that you were. It was, incredible. it was incredible. By the way, it was incredible. Three, is 390 a good batting average for a season? Yeah, is that, that good? In 1980, right? 
1983, 90, 390. I mean, I don't know what it is, but he's probably eight hits away from 400 or something, something, you know. He's got, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. That's incredible. 390. 390 you hit in high school if you're good. That's it. (laughs) Dude, one of the best of... Best what advice was your best I ever average get? in high school or in college at Richmond. You didn't 461. 461. Jesus Christ. <laughs> won the NCAA batting title. Did you? I didn't oh, know you yeah. won the actual NCAA batting oh, title. I won, NCAA, I won the NCAA batting title. My junior, get to know your friends, first of all. Second of all, second of all, <laughs> second, Chitch, Chitch, if you win the NCAA batting title, don't you think they would give you like, don't you think they'd be like, they'd be like, Hey, trophy. here's a shovel with a bat on it. Congratulations. They gave you a shovel? No, let me tell you what they gave me. What is this shovel? That's uh, for the Miracle League of the South Hills where we dug the first thing. No, you know what they did? They came out at a, at a, at a, at a basketball game, University of Richmond, the next year. Oh, uh, halftime. 30 they gave me a plaque from Dick's Sporting Goods. That's from Models, they gave me a plaque from Models that said, oh, I got congratulations. That from seventh grade, I got no, that. No, but th- exactly. Dude, they said you're the number one hitter in NCAA Division One baseball. There's eight thousand teams and forty thousand players. Please accept this nice Models plaque. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, where's the silver bat or the gold bat or something? They're like, NCA is so tired. Look at this, 1995 batting, Sean Casey, University of Richmond, Division I statistical champion. Hey, same, NCAA, clean same. it the freak up. Poop soup. <laughs> you're, you're paying guys $9 million a year now? Fucking Manning's, uh, Manning's nephew's getting $9 million. You got me a Models plaque? You got to be kidding me. My what a joke. Grade, my seventh grade CYO basketball team has that same plaque from finishing second <laughs> in like, the Catholic League. <laughs> There you go, dude. The Catholic League down there uh, with Chinch's uh, family. And also, if you win the 1995 NCAA Battle you too can get a plaque from Models or Dicks. Dude, I've known you for almost 20 years. I did not know that you won the NCAA Batting title. I really think. 461, bro. Let's go. Get to know your buddies. 461. You got to hit every other at bat. Bro, I struck out eight times. 260 at bats struck out eight times. Let's How get it. You like first overall pick. Like everybody talked about Robin Ventura. Why wasn't nobody talking about I end about up being a second rounder. Let's go. What's going on here? It's a, <laughs> dude, that's an all timer. I'm crying. Here's <laughs> coming down my eyes. All right. Let's end on that. That's perfect. All right, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro. I love you, dude. I'm sure there's things I don't know about you that you can't believe I don't know, but now you know more about me, bro. I have okay. nicer trophies. That's what nah, I know. <laughs> I know. Dude, you got a local Rockville Center uh, 12 year old travel all star home run king, and it looks, it's like, it's probably worth it could eight times worth this thing's worth. Gotta be kidding me. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, right, Chichi. Hey, have a great weekend, dude. Tell Jess I love her and uh, the Chichamino family, and you're the absolute best in the world. And everyone else out there listening, I hope you got. I hope you have better trophies than I have from the NCAA, and you have a great weekend. See you, bro.